question I, I wrestle with often, and that's a matter of when's enough enough. Um, I think contentment is a good thing. I think it's a healthy thing to have as a human being. Um, I'm a Christian, so in my Christian walk, I, I, I like to walk in contentment. I'm not the big dreamer. Um, you know, in the EOS world with my business partner and I, he's the visionary and I'm the implementer. And so the dreaming aspect of my life doesn't come naturally. And so I just wanted some coaching from your perspective. Like, how do you balance contentment with making sure that you're still putting your, your God-given spiritual gifts to work? Welcome to the Do the Impossible podcast. I'm your host, Jason Drees. Don't forget to join me every Monday at 10 a.m. Central for a free mindset alignment. Go to mondaymindsetreset.com to sign up now. And welcome to the episode where I apparently am still wearing off of Novocaine from a dental appointment. So we'll see how this episode goes. Might look funny on video, but I'm excited to talk to Brad today. I'm talking to Brad Stegel. Brad is another GoBundance member. Why do I talk to so many people in GoBundance? Because they are amazing. If you don't know what GoBundance is, you should check it out. Brad's 43. He's married eight years. He's got a five-year-old daughter in Peoria, Illinois. Spent quite a bit of time advertising sales. He left advertising sales, went into real estate. He's crushing it there. He's got 475 units with his partner, and we are connecting today. Brad, good to talk to you, man. How are you? Yeah, thanks for having me, Jason. It's a pleasure. Yeah, definitely. Can you hear me okay? Does my face look funny with, with my partially numb tube filling? <laughs> it doesn't look like, yeah, you're not talking out of the side of your mouth yet. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so what are you coaching on? What should we talk about today? You know, it's the question I, I wrestle with often, and that's a matter of like, when's enough enough. Um, I think contentment is a good thing. I think it's a healthy thing to have as a human being. Um, I'm a Christian. So in my Christian walk, I, I, I like to walk in contentment, but I, you know, I just had lunch with a friend of mine earlier today and he was talking about all these big, huge dreams that he has all the time and how he's just always got to be, you know, of, of all these hundreds of dreams that come into his mind, he's got to identify the one that he's going to chase after. And I'm not the big dreamer. Um, you know, in the EOS world with my business partner and I, he's the visionary and I'm the implementer. And so the dreaming aspect of my life doesn't come naturally. And so, you know, I, I've had massive growth over, um, over the last couple of years, especially since I quit my W2 and our real estate, uh, you know, we've, we've acquired over a hundred units this year, our property management company is screaming along. And I started an Ironman prayer launch this year. So from a spiritual standpoint, I'm, you know, leading in, in my community and trying to bring men closer to closer to Jesus. And, um, my family life is great. Uh, you know, we bought a camper this year so that we could spend more time together and we've been doing all this traveling. And so I was telling my friend today at lunch, like, I feel like I'm the steam engine that's just chugging, 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 and chugging along. And I'm making progress at a very consistent pace. But, uh, you know, I, Jason, I am in that point where like, I'm happy. I'm, I'm not, I'm not waking up every morning feeling the drive to just go crush it. And so I just wanted some coaching from your perspective. Like, how do you balance contentment with making sure that you're still putting your your God-given spiritual gifts to work? So is that that's a question? Like, how do you balance? That is a question. And I feel like you've you've had exposure to to 
to many people that have uh, been, you know, high level accomplishers and have gotten a lot of things done. So what have you seen in, in your coaching to, to know how, or to know when you're, we're resting too much on your contentment and need to lean a little bit more into uh, pushing into some growth. Well, this is more of a mentoring question than a coaching question. Um, I'm happy to answer it. I am. And I resting on your contentment. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I'm just like, what? I don't, I, that's like foreign language to me. Um, there, there's, there's, comfortable where you are and then there is completely unsatisfied not and never ending and there's the balance between those and the nature of life is is continual growth that's the nature of life um the nature of ma- the nature of masculine men is there's never ending and either to our work right it's it's a consistent grow the the culture that we live in and we've been conditioned in is like oh be successful make money so you don't have to work right but the, if 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 someone stays in contentment too long they'll eventually get bored if you stay stay in boredom too long you'll get depressed if you stay depressed too long you'll get suicidal Right. That's why you have the, the billionaires who like kill themselves because they're, they're bored. Right. So, so I kind of also like to think about it as there's, there's phases of mastery in life. Like one of the first phases of mass things of mastery that we all attempt to master is money. Because when you master money, then you get freedom. And then the second thing we master is ourself. And I've kind of went a different direction myself. I've mastered more of myself before I've mastered money. I'm still mastering money. And then after that, it's like mastering life, mastering impact, you know? Um, and what I would say to you is like, are you actually operating the way you want to operate or are you operating the way you think you're supposed to operate? That's a good, I mean, yeah, it's a great question. The, the question I'm asking myself um, is, is the contentment that I'm experiencing just because I've conditioned myself for these periods of growth to feel normal now, right? Just like with exercise, you condition yourself for exercise and all of a sudden running a 5k under a eight minute mile or whatever that, that time barrier is for you, all of a sudden it doesn't hurt anymore. So it's having the awareness to know like that I just conditioned myself. So now this feels normal and I need to push a little bit harder and knowing when. So um, I, I feel like I'm operating out of a place that I want to operate out of. I just don't want to ever fall into a, a place where I'm not doing um, doing enough based on the, the gifts that I've been given, if that makes sense. There's a, there, there's a point of view that you can fall out of alignment with the gifts you were given. Like you're, you're currently operating the mindset where that's a possibility. And that's a belief. It's, a, it's an opinion. It's not a fact. It's a point of view. And, and, and the other thing is that there's, there's the, the social conditioning, the mental conditioning, you know, you've been on this planet a little over four decades right now, and you've got four decades worth of information in your brain and your brain catalogs, everything that goes into it. And your brain's job isn't to make you successful and happy. Your brain's job is to make you not dead. Right. So it keeps you alive. So a lot of times we're, we're operating from our conditioning. And, and that's why I asked you the question earlier, like, are you doing what you think you should do or doing what you want to do? Because you at the age of 43 are, are in, an op- in a situation that most people on this planet never get to, is that they are given the escape from work. They're on their own terms. They've got financial stability. They've got a foundation. 
So you literally get to start living your life and something that the average person never even does. So you're not getting a lot of references, reference points for that. And while your partner may be the visionary and you're more of the integrator and he may be more emotional and have a more emotion, a much bigger emotional range, I'm guessing than you do. Mm-hmm. That yeah. doesn't mean you don't have a range as well between consentment, contentment and excitement and flow. And there are phases of, of, of challenge. There's phases of rest. There's phases of acceleration, right? Um, the, 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 the thing you want to start working on is like, who are you? How do you want to live your life? And are you doing that? Now, if you are, and then if you're faith-based, perfectly fine. I would also add to that is like, what do you really want? Like, what is the faith principles that you follow? And, and, and how do you apply those? And what, what do you apply? What don't you apply? Because like you're in, like what, what's going to make you the most satisfied and happiness is going to come from your internal intuitive guidance. When you follow your intuition, because you can follow your brain, your brain will tell you what to do. And you probably followed your brain quite a bit. You followed the model you, you executed in real estate. Um, now, you may be, if you follow your brain, you'll end up being average. Now, being average and like go abundance champions is not a bad place to be, <laughs> right? Yeah, I'd say that's a good place to be average. It's a good place to be average, right? Because they're all worth $10 million mine being there. But but the thing is, like, the way the magic and the greatest challenge and growth comes is when you follow your intuitive path, that internal compass. Like, me becoming a coach was completely intuitive, out of left field path this way. And it's it challenges me. It excites me. It's like it, the content evolves. And, like, even if I had a billion dollars, I'd still coach because I love doing it so much. So you have the opportunity to start diving into that direction there. And you're also operating from a point of view that's based on your belief structure on how you got here. Like you're analyzing your life situation and your feelings and your life based on how you think the rules should be about it. Those rules, you were conditioned socially. So the next evolution for you is to start to see where you're feeling alignment, where you're not feeling alignment with, with your life, with your roles. Cause you may feel like I feel, I, I, I like this, but I feel weird about it or I feel bad about it. So you may have an old belief that's contradicting something you want now. So that next evolution is, is a game of like following your intuition to kind of point the compass in the direction that excites you. Cause that excitement will give you challenge and growth as well. And also which way is going to help create the, uh, the big growth and transformation along the way. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does make sense. So it's almost just uh, making sure that you're not closed minded. Yeah. Don't be closed minded to different types of ideas, different types of growth. Yes. Yes. And then, and then you start to rewrite your rules in your mindset to the rules and the framework that you choose, not the framework that was conditioned. That's, that's, that's the work I specialize in, right? The mindset work I do is, is helping uncover the conditioned framework that people have, have adopted and aligning that with what they want so they get what they want because you're going to default to whatever that framework is. That's your subconscious mind, right? And your patterning. But we, we can, you can reshape that to what you want to align it. So, so instead of grinding, you're getting more, 
more inspired action and flow. What are what are some of the main areas that you see conditioning getting in the way of people's um, ability to see their growth potential? Most people don't think big enough. They're not aiming high enough in goals. Um, they stay in their W2s too long. They don't take enough risk. Right? They don't follow their passion. Those are those are the, some of the things I typically see because usually I when I come in I raise the bar and I raise the standard. So I stayed in my W two. I did those things. I stayed in my W two too long. I didn't take enough risk, and so now that I'm, I'm I still I still came across the finish line or at least the finish line that I had for myself at that at that point. But now it's a matter of what's what's the next finish line and how do we make sure that we don't continue the same bad behavior that took me longer to get to where I got to the first time. Let's be cautious about judging you being too long in your W2, because I'm guessing where you're at right now is great. It's, it's amazing. And I never would have dreamt. Yeah, I never would have dreamt this. <laughs> your path was the 20 years in the W2. If you would have left sooner, you may have failed and had to go back to W2. This is the model. So a lot of times we end up judging the path we took to get here, but we want to look at where we're going because the mindset is, is literally, you're literally, every step you take forward, your mindset is, is, is running. Is this safe? Is this, does it match? versus just being wide open. So so like what I do is I like imagine you're driving a car. Mindset's like driving a car staring in the rearview mirrors, right? And 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 if you're a guy like guys like us in Go Abundance where we've got our foot on the gas pedal as fast as hard hard as we can hold it down while we're building a bigger engine and making the car go faster. That's like us, right? That's we're trying to go faster. What 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 I do is we rip off the rearview mirrors so you can only focus forward. And when you start to focus forward, that's when we start to expand because there's there's two types of targets. There's known goals and there's unknown goals. Known goals is a goal you had to do. Like for example, for you to go pick up hundred another hundred properties, you know how to do that. There's a model you got it. It's, it. You know exactly how to do it. But to how to create a new software company that does this, you don't know how to do or something. For example, right? Unknown meaning you don't know how to do it. The unknown is where you get the big growths and challenges. And because you're so effective at systemization and structures. You've crushed the known goals and known is okay, but the magic comes when you start going in the unknown. Gotcha. The unknown is scary for people like me. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. It's scary. it's scary for everybody, but that's where the, that's where the magic is. So, so let me flip this on you, Jason, because of how much exposure you've had coaching people. Um, when do you see people or how do you, when people are pushing too hard and going too fast and at the other end of the spectrum of me, how do you help people identify when they're, when they're there and they need to let off the gas a little? Usually when their body is giving them symptoms of exhaustion or mental fatigue or they'll lose, you know, or they, or they're losing their passion. If they lose their drive, if you've got an, uh, an entrepreneur who's losing their drive, I'll show you an entrepreneur who's tired or burnt out. Okay. I don't, I don't tell people to slow down because everybody's scale is radically different. Like, you know, the pace you should be moving. Now you may be where you're at. You may be, for example, love in life. And you may have been in this phase for two weeks and you're like, this is awesome. I'm going to take a year to just chill out because I can. Hell, I'm going to take two years to chill out because I've earned it like that. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. You get to go at the pace you want. Um, so I'm not, I'm not slowing people down, but it's really, are you moving everywhere you should be or are, are you, or is there a lack of movement and contentment because you're avoiding discomfort? And, you know, you know, you've mentioned go abundance a couple of times. I think that's one thing that helps make sure that you're moving in all the other areas because of the one sheet you're sitting down with your go bros all the time. And 
updating that thing quarterly. So that's, that's one thing that makes sure that we're moving in all those different areas. So that's, that's good. But let me ask you, like, well, you're, you're, you're using that system. <laughs> you're using another framework, yeah. which is where your expertise is and your comfort zone is in framework where your comfort zone is not is jumping off a cliff and building a plane as it's plummeting to the ground. Right. So let me ask you, like right now, are you giving it all that you want to be giving it? The giving the framework all that I want to be no, giving? giving, giving life. Oh, given life right now, are you giving it all you've got or, or as much as you want to give right now? I feel like I'm giving as much as I want to give right now. Okay. You know, the, the business growth is there. You know, I, I think uh, I was counting with my wife the other day because we got the camper and did some other trips. I think I'm like 80 days away uh, from work and just doing fun things. And the goal is to hit a hundred days by the end of the year. And again, so to, to be able to do that and have, those fun activities and still have a business that's running well and still growing is, but I, I think the the number one takeaway for me is Jason making sure that even though I'm enjoying that now, just not making, not having the mindset that it's going to be like that forever. And when that no longer is fulfilling, not being afraid to maybe try to find something else that would drive me more and to lean into that once be, you know, doing the fun things and having the, uh, you know, the good times that I'm doing right now becomes not so fulfilling. Don't feel like I've got to keep doing that just because I always thought that's what this meant. Yeah. And it, there, there are phases. Yeah. Right. E even better is to just decide that when it's time for me to move, I'll move. Okay. Right. So, so instead of putting yourself in this indecisive moment, wondering if you're going to find, take the right action at the right time, simply decide right now, yeah, when it's time for me to move again, I'll move again. There's going to be an, you know, there's there's going to be another growth of some sort. It may be business. It may have nothing to do with business this time, right? We don't know. It could be business, but whatever comes, I'll lean in. There's going to be something there. Right now, I've, I've I've I'm doing the victory dance right now. This is awesome. Am I going to be vacationing with the kids for the next twenty years? No, because you're a man, and your purpose as a masculine man is your mission. Yeah. Family is part of that, but but your core reason you're on this planet is your mission. And following that mission is... is I'd mentioned to you earlier that uh, I started an Ironman. I'd mentioned that I started the yeah the Ironman prayer lunch for Christian men. Yeah. So right now my pull is I, I'm being pulled to um, do a larger convention, like maybe what the Promise Keeper conventions used to be and, and gathering you know, thousands of men together in Peoria and bringing them together for... for you know, just to grow the Christian men in the area. So maybe I, I think that's my pull right now. And so you're right, whether it's business or something else, just being open to saying yes to those different polls. Yeah. I would encourage you to read. Um, have you read The Way of the Superior Man? No, I have not. The Way of the Superior Man by David Data is like a di dive into mass, the, what it's like to be a masculine man. Um, that book like transformed me in the first chapter. Also, a similar book but a more faith-based version is called wild at heart by John. Yeah, I've read that one. You have read that one. Yeah. Okay. Did you like that? The way of the superior man is more about just like the pure masculine man. And, um, one of the things that it says, it, the very, like one of the first chapters is don't ever expect there's an end to anything. There's never an end. There's never an end. Um, yeah. and, and kind of what I, what I think about is like, it's almost like we're climbing a staircase. Life is like climbing a staircase. And as much as you, you know, would like to finish that staircase, that staircase 
doesn't end, right? You you see some sections where there's maybe you reach a platform, but then you keep going. But as soon as you get there, you realize there's another staircase. So in this lifetime, you're going to be carrying, climbing that staircase and in, in the form of life growth and expansion and all of that stuff. And then whatever you do after this life, you'll probably be climbing another another staircase. Now, we don't know if the next life we're going to have more arms or legs, but we know we're going to be doing something. So it's it's that consistent growth. And what you have the advantage of right now is you have this, you kind of seems like you've broken free from the chasing the result nonstop. And I don't know if that's, that's something you are, or that's your personality style. What I would encourage you a little bit more is to just kind of focus and see if you can get more satisfaction in the climbing of the steps. And because if you can get more satisfaction out of the process of life than you can crossing the finish line, then you've won. Because lo we love when, when life is going great. We love the wins. But what if you loved life so much, you also loved the losses as well? You just loved every single part of it. If you lived your life in a way that I love climbing steps, some of these are easy. I can take two at a time. Some of these are terrible. It takes me a day to go up one. You know, this part of the steps right now is being with your family live like you're, you're breaking condition. I'm guessing your parents weren't massively wealthy. Um, and, and so this, so, so uh, taking off like midweek, 80 days that I know that's stretching you. I know it is because it's so non-conventional, unconventional, but that's part of you breaking free of the conditioned mind that we were all conditioned into over the past 20, 30 years of our, of our upbringing. So you are doing that work right now. The only other suggestion is to like, yeah, okay, well, this section right here is awesome. And for right now, this is the section I'm focused on. How do I know I want to focus on this section this way? Because that's where my excitement is. Excitement is telling me where to go, you know, and maybe after 120 days, I'll be like, you know, I need to do something a little bit more. I'm going to go work on that men's group. Okay. Or I'm going to do some parenting classes or whatever. Right. So it's, you connect that excitement and savor the steps. The, the more you can say, like, pull the richness out of life. And your next mission, your next passion will pop out of there. And you'll have another thing and you'll know what to do. And, and your may, yours may never be grinding 60 hours a week again. We don't know. It may, may not. But I really want to challenge you to take ownership of what you've created. And, and really appreciate and savor that. And then build upon that because you have done something that 99% of the people don't do. And you've done it at the age of 43. So nice work. You're welcome. So it's like, Ooh, what do I, what do I want to do next? You know? And if you want to, I want to fly a plane. Okay. I want to buy an Island. When is enough enough? There's no such thing as enough because the the infinite the universe is unlimited right life is unlimited god is unlimited there's no limit to it's life is expanding the universe is expanding so there's no enough is a relative point of view by those that don't have it or aren't doing the work because the more money you make the more people's lives you're impacting because I guarantee when you own a, when you own a, a property, you're taking care of tenants as best you can. You're treating them ethically. You're treating them honestly. And you're trying your best to help them in a, in a way that makes the business run and helps them. I know you do. I can tell. 
Because if you were trying to take advantage of people, you wouldn't be aligning with me. So let's, let's also understand that the more money you make, the more people you help. And if you have more money that you need, well, that sounds like a fun job to use that money and get rid of it. You could give it to people. You could do a lot of good with that, right? Absolutely. And if your gift is making lots of money in an easy way, use that gift as best you can and then decide how you're going to spread that impact out. Because I'm guessing, you know, right now you've got a five-year-old and maybe, I don't know if you're having more kids. So family is a big focus, but there's going to be a, a point where you're going to be like, I'm going to start giving back. What's the impact I want to make? And if you can, and if you can crank up more resources because you're awesome at that, then that sounds like a fantastic way to, to build up your ammunition to make a change, a big global impact. Thank you so much, man. That was good. You're welcome. Going to have to go get the uh, the book, the war, the, the the way of the superior man. I'll get that one. The today. way of the superior man by David Data. Yeah, he, he gets a little out there in some of his stuff. He's got some courses that are a little much for me in the masculine, and feminine energies, but that book is like is really good. It's really solid. And my hope is that it kind of awakens like the 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 masculine warrior king in you that's on the mission to kind of dive in. That's kind of my hope for that. All right, my friend, you good? Oh yeah. Awesome, Brad. Well, it was great to connect to you today. Thanks for being on. Good connecting with you too. Thank you. And thanks for joining the Do the Impossible podcast. I'm Jason Drees. To get your own experience of coaching, go to freeintrosession.com. My team will hook you up and I will see you on the next episode of the podcast. Take care. Bye-bye.